Welcome to the Sipping Point, where each week we explore the recipe for a delicious life. I'm your host, Lori Forster, the wine coach, and I've made it my mission in life to demystify wine one glass at a time, and this week is going to be no exception. I'm so excited because we're going to taste some delicious wines from Brazil. And yes, you heard me right. I know you might not think of Brazil as a wine-producing place, but it is. And Wagner Alberti of A&M Imports is going to show us some of these great specimens and actually let us taste them, too, from his, from this country. And then later in the show, we're going to catch up with Eric Raynaud from Burns Steakhouse in Tampa, Florida, because I think some of these great Brazilian reds are going to be delicious with the right steak. So we're going to pair those up and just have a really great time exploring this up-and-coming region called Brazil. So with us is Wagner Alberti. As I said, he's from A&M Imports, and he imports Brazilian wines here into the United States. He's been in the wine and spirits business since 1999. And we're going to party like it's 1999 today and have a lot of fun. He set up this business because he really wanted these amazing wines to have presence here in the U.S. where we have so many wine lovers. He comes from a background of working with a lot of large multinational companies like British American Tobacco, Philip Morris, and American Airlines. Now he's taken all that business experience and he's using it in the wine world to help us sip great wines from Brazil. Welcome to the show, Wagner. Thanks very much, Laurie. It's a great pleasure, honor for me to be here today in the show. And you get to travel not only to Brazil, but all over the world, you know, letting people know about the wines of Brazil. But you also import all these wines from different countries into Brazil, from Italy, from other places. So you're very well traveled. Yes, I I travel a lot, more than I I, I would like to, (laughs) in fact, because I have a young uh, kid. But uh, yes, it's uh, very enjoyable. I, I travel to, I, I just returned from, from Italy uh, last Friday, just before the ha- hurricane came. Good thing, uh, <laughs> yes. And uh, yes, uh, I always have fun uh, traveling, meeting people, uh, learn about wines, and I learn every day, really. It's a v- I have a very good life. I cannot complain. I know, me too. And speaking of good life, in front of me, I have three glasses of Brazilian wines, all from a winery called Saltan. Am I saying that right? That's correct. And we're going to talk a little bit more about the winery in a minute and taste these. But just to give folks an overview, and there's a great website out there, Wines of Brazil, and that's Brazil with an S, dot com, where you can get an overview of the Brazilian wine industry. But give us an idea. How many wineries are there? Just like five wineries, ten? What are we talking about? No, uh, Brazil has been producing wines f- for a long, long time. We have uh, hundreds of wineries, especially in the state of Rio Grande do Sul, very south of Brazil, bordered with uh, Uruguay and Argentina. We have uh, also uh, wineries in Sao Paulo state. Uh, we have even wines being produced um, in the northeast of Brazil. But when you talk, when you think about Brazilian wines, you uh, immediately think of Rio Grande do Sul state. Okay. They received uh, in the 19th century uh, lots and lots of uh, European immigrants, mainly Italians and Germans, and the Italians brought all the grapes. But we had been producing wines even before that because, because we were colonized by the Portuguese. Mm-hmm. So uh, we've been producing uh, wines, I would say, since the 16th century. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Okay. So you knew a little something. And then, of course, uh, I love Italian wines, too. And that's great know-how to kind of inject. And then, of course, Portuguese wines into your industry. 
Now we have one of the top producers that we're going to talk about here, and we're going to taste three of their wines. So tell me a little bit about um, the Salton Winery and where they are in the context of the whole Brazilian wine economy. Okay. Uh, Salton has been producing wines for uh, 102 years. Wow. It's a, a family-owned company. It's the fourth generation of Italian immigrants from Veneto State. Mm -hmm. uh, my grandfather is also was born in Veneto. So we have a lot of people from Veneto in Brazil. Uh, so uh, Salton today uh, has 42% of the marketing share for sparkling wines. Yes, I saw that you make Prosecco and Moscato, very Italian sounding, and also brute sparkling wine. So we'll have to do another show on that because I love <laughs> bubbles. I love them. <laughs> yes, me too. And uh, we, we Salton also produce uh, wonderful white and red wines. It's um, uh, the biggest one in revenues uh, company and the second largest um, in terms of volume. Okay, great. So let's talk about the first wine that we have here that we're going to taste. And it is the uh, what they call their Volpi Chardonnay. And of course, what's great about this is Americans are very comfortable with Chardonnay. It's uh, one of those things that's been around forever, you know, in our minds. So tell me what uh, makes this Chardonnay um, very Brazilian and how is it in a, from a taste perspective that people would, you know, would receive this? Well, uh, the Chardonnay Volpi, actually a, a very good product. It's 100% uh, Chardonnay. It's actually uh, kept in French uh, oak barrels for six months. Okay. And it's a delicious product. Uh, it's pairing with fish is excellent, with some cheese, and uh, is one of the, our best sellers in the United States. And it has a very, when you um, swirl and give it a smell, which is so important to the wine tasting process, you get that really creamy, um, just elegant sense of butteriness from that oak aging. But then when you taste it, it it's not, um, the six months is so nice because it's not overwhelming to the palate, the oak. You still get that acidity that's going to make it go w well with food and you and you taste some of the, the fruits that are there as well. Yes, uh, this is a characteristic of the Brazilian wines. Even though we are very close to Chile and Argentina, our wines are totally different. Mm. Uh, our wines uh, have a lot of uh, freshness. They are not tired wines at all. So uh, you don't perceive much of the oak. It's it's there, but it's, right. it's not too much. So all our wines are very much like this. So it's, um, as I said, it's, uh, it brings a lot of freshness. Uh, and for, good this acidity. is $15, you know. So if you like a Chardonnay that has, you know, and you like the, you know, some oakiness to it, um, this is not overdone. It's still very food friendly and it's only $15, which is a great value for a well-made Chardonnay, I think. I agree with you. So hold that thought. We're going to be right back. We're taking a quick break, but we're going to be back with Wagner Alberti of A&M Imports Tasting Two Brazilian Reds. Discover the recipe for a delicious life each week on The Sipping Point with Lori Forster, the wine coach, each week, Saturdays at 12.30 p.m. on WBAL 1090 a.m. or at WBAL.com. This is Lori Forster, the wine coach with The Sipping Point, and we're back with Wagner Alberti of A&M Imports, tasting 
some wines from Saltan, a winery in Brazil. And I know if you're just tuning in, you might not even think of Brazil for wine, but it is coming on strong as a great place. And this is one of the top wineries in Brazil. We've just tasted the Chardonnay and Wagner. Now we're going to move to two reds. I should say that Wells uh, Discount Liquors has all of these wines in stock. And uh, the first one, the Chardonnay, was only $15. We're just getting ready. And this is the Holy Grail to taste a Pinot Noir that's $15. And I'm always being asked, where can I find a great Pinot Noir for $15 or under? Because you know what? That's really hard to find. Yes, I I agree. (laughs) So let's go ahead and talk about this Pinot. Pinot is a very difficult grape to grow. And that's why sometimes people will ask me, oh, what's a great $8 Pinot? And I will say, don't bother. I mean... I don't know. Maybe I'm in a few cases. I might be wrong, but it's just hard to make Pinot Noir very inexpensively because it is kind of a finicky grape and it needs really um, to be handled with a lot of love and care. So what makes Brazil so well placed to make this affordable Pinot Noir? Well, uh, in fact, some of of the wineries uh, located in south of Brazil produce very good Pinot Noir, just like ourselves. But our Pinot Noir has been very successful here in, in Maryland. Uh, the, uh, it's all, also found in, uh, in a Brazilian uh, steakhouse locally. Okay. I'm not supposed to mention the name of it, of course. <laughs> but okay. uh, everybody knows Down which one I'm talking Harbor. about. It. Yes, yes. Still know. So they have this wine by the glass as well. So it's been very successful, uh, mainly because of, of its price. Mm-hmm. And people ask me uh, whether we have a, a French uh, winemaker. We don't. Uh, okay. It's the same winemaker. Uh, but I, I think we just managed to make a very good Pinot Noir. Yeah, it really has some good black cherry essence to it and that lively acidity that I believe makes wine food friendly. So, you know, you take a sip, your mouth is starting to go crazy salivating and you want to eat. And to me, that's a great wine that's going to pair with food Ex- rather than it's the whole meal itself. Yes, exactly. I, I would say uh, to make it simple, uh, our uh, Pinot Noir doesn't taste as, let's say, the American Pinot Noir, which I, I particularly like as well, or the Australian one. But it's more, uh, I would say, it would taste more like the French one, I, yes. I would say. a little so. more old world and style. And you get a little essence of the oak that's there and the warmth from that, but also still done very well. Again, $15, which is a great price for Pinot Noir. And all the info on this will be at thewinecoach.com and in my free app for iPhone and Android. So we're getting to the top of the line here. You brought me, we had two great affordables, but now you brought me one of the top wines, a little bit uh, more expensive. I think this one retails for around $30, and it's called Talento. It's a red blend. So tell me a little bit about this wine. Yes, Talento is uh, one of our top wines. It's a blend composed of 60% Cabernet Sauvignon, 30% Merlot, and 10% Tanat. It has received a lot of prize worldwide, but we also have a, a, a very good Desejo and another uh, Chardonnay. These three make uh, our premium line. Okay. But uh, yes, Talento means talent. It's uh, a very, very fine wine. It's actually a major one year in French oak barrels, and uh, it's another year is kept in, in the bottle. Yes, and it's what I love is that you definitely, you know, you're moving up a step in body from the Pinot to this. You've got more fullness. Um, you've got all those great characteristics of the Cabernet, you know, as far as structure and, um, you know, black fruits. But then the Merlot kind of rounds out with some of those softer fruits. 
and the and the tanat, you know, a little bit to also for that firmness of tannin in tanat is kind of named after tannin. But the great thing, and we've talked about tanat on the show before with the wines of Uruguay, uh, because they do a lot of wines with tanat, is that tanat is one of those grapes that has the highest amount of antioxidants that are good for your heart health uh, of all the red grapes. So to me, it's uh, you know, it's a little bit like medicine. Yes, Just one uh, glass of this a night. <laughs> Yes, uh, as you know, uh, Tana, a grape just like uh, Malbec and Carmener were almost extinguished in Europe in the 19th century because of the plague. Mm-hmm. But the Uruguayans uh, produce a, a lovely Tana. It's, in fact, that's uh, their national uh, grape. It is, that's yes. It's their pri- uh, pride, and, but we also produce Tana. And uh, I agree. Uh, this is a very balanced product. It's a, uh, has some, uh, it's a very complex, uh, has more complexity in it. But it, it's a very uh, fine wine. It's very good pairing with uh, meat, uh, sure. churra- our churrasco. But uh, at the end, it's a very good wine. You can drink by its own. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. And I'm doing that right now. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, if folks want to find out more about Saltan, am I saying it right? You say it because I love the way you say it. No, no. You pronounce it <laughs> in a very nice way. But we, we in Brazil, we say Saltan. Oh, I love when you say that. It's perfect. And if they want to find out more about the winery, it's um, br for Brazil to get more info on the winery. But on November 7th at Wells uh, Discount Liquors, you're going to be there doing a tasting yourself. So if folks want to come out, taste more of these wines, talk to you, uh, the main man uh, of A&M Imports, where, uh, what is the times again? It's four o'clock. You're going to kick things off? A little yes. happy hour. <laughs> <laughs> yes, Laurie. It's going to run from four until 8 p.m. Perfect. At Wells Liquor. I'll be there. Uh, and I look forward to receiving all your uh, listeners. listeners. And you should really come out and try this, uh, all the wines, but specifically the Pinot, I'm thinking, would be a great wine for Thanksgiving. And people are starting to think about that. It's a few weeks away, but they want their wine pairing. And I love the idea of this $15 Pinot. It's so affordable when you're having a big house full of guests to put with a great turkey meal. Yes, it pairs very, very well with turkey. I love it. I promise you. (laughs) And if you're on Facebook, of course, you can always search for The Wine Coach on Facebook. But uh, Wagner has a Facebook page. So just search A-N-M, like A-Ampersand-M Imports, and you can find his Facebook page with a lot more information. All the details from these Sips of the Week are at thewinecoach.com and on my free iPhone and Android app. And, of course, they're available at Wells. Just check them out at wellswine.com.